In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. But the hireling, and he that is not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and flieth. Non pertinet ad eum de ovibus. What concerns the sheep does not pertain to him. The gospel today sets before us the difference between the shepherd and the hired hand, the hireling. And what it says is different between the two of them is that what concerns the sheep doesn't pertain to the hired hand. Now, you could object, well, ultimately, Ultimately, a shepherd doesn't, in fact, have the sheep's good in, in view. After all, the shepherd is fattening the sheep so that he can slaughter them, ultimately. But if we were to be so literalistic, I think we would miss the point of the analogy that the gospel gives us. The shepherd is someone who, in a sense, humbles and humiliates himself, and even is willing to do that at the risk of his own health and his own life. So the shepherd is an image of the care that God has for us. How is that the case? Well, think about it this way. Someone might think that maybe God's interests aren't aligned with our own. And they might think that even though God created us and the Old Testament calls God shepherd, in fact, that he might not be willing to put everything on the line for us. But in the gospel today, we have an interesting thing happening. The shepherd suddenly has the same interests as the sheep, so that what pertains to the sheep pertains also to the shepherd. Now, how can these two things come together? that what's, so to speak, in our best interest starts to be what's in God's best interest. And I think the answer to this, which is implicit in the gospel, is the message of the doctrine of the incarnation. Because when Christ becomes man, the pastor becomes one of the sheep. He takes on the same nature as the sheep. And suddenly, what's in God's best interest becomes what's in the sheep's best interest precisely because God is now also one of the sheep. And if in an earthly mode we can see the shepherd being willing to give his life and even his health, his health and even his life for the sheep, and being willing to sort of be on the margins of society in a humiliating and dirty profession, we see that image much more magnified in the reality that it portrays, which is the incarnation, that God was willing to take on the form of a slave and to be found in human likeness and in the likeness of sinful flesh. God is much more the shepherd than any, any shepherd of sheep because he literally lays down his life for his sheep. In the Easter season, we're, we're most accustomed to seeing the image of Christ as the Lamb, the victorious Lamb. Let us 
draw ourselves up again in joy, knowing that Christ, the Paschal Lamb, who has sacrificed himself, has indeed come among us as a lamb, as one of the sheep, and that since God wants everything good for humanity, which he has raised up in Christ, that he chooses us to in and through that spotless lamb, and indeed offers himself on the altar for us today so that we may take part in those same fruits. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.